Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. Last week, I told the story of a dear friend of Doyle Davidson, the president of this ministry, Lydia Christensen Prince. I shared how God had given Lydia a little baby, Tikva, to care for in December of 1928. I shared how Tikva came to her dying of a fever and how Lydia and her friend agreed together in prayer according to Matthew 18, verse 16, that God would break the fever and God healed the little girl. Now it was August 1929. Tikva is about 18 months old. It is the time of great unrest in the city of Jerusalem. Lydia had rented an apartment for her and Tikva in the Jewish quarter of the city. She had been accepted by her Jewish neighbors. But tensions were mounting between the Jews and the Arabs. The city was under control of the British, but that couldn't stop the conflict. One afternoon, while Lydia and her daughter were walking through their section of the city, there was an outcry, and many began running in Lydia's direction. She had been warned by her neighbors that trouble may be coming, and now she was caught in the middle of it. There were people rushing past her, first women, then boys and men, some injured, a mother holding her dead child, a man holding a cloth to his head covered in blood, all running past her. She managed to get back to her home, lock the door, cover the windows, and put a large, heavy table in front of the door. She watched later as a group emerged out of their homes and built a large barricade at the top of their street. The women piled rocks dug from the street and vacant lots. The men filled canisters with sand. Then they retreated back to their homes. The streets became empty. Lydia took stock of her supplies. She had food enough for a couple days, but she didn't have much water. It was August. Her rooms were hot, but it was too dangerous to open the windows. The day was spent in silence, no life outside the apartment, and with the only noise being the sound of gunfire coming from all directions. Two days went by, and Lydia realized she had to go for water. The water was from a sink in the middle of a courtyard surrounded by six houses, Lydia's rooms being one of them. She waited till after midnight and tiptoed into the courtyard to the sink that was about 100 feet from her door. But when she turned on the faucet, no water. The source of the water had been cut off. Lydia knew she had to move. Tikva needed water. She thought of her friend, Miss Radcliffe. Her home had its own cistern. They couldn't cut it off, and it was about a mile away. But it was in the Arab part of the city, so Lydia would have to get past several barricades. She waited till Tikva awakened in the morning, put her on her shoulders, slipped down the stairs, and Lydia said a prayer, Lord Jesus, protect us. She reached the first barricade and managed to climb up the rocks and over and down the other side, but it was not easy with the child on her shoulders. She made it past the next one, but the third was higher, and as she tried to climb it, she stumbled and slid back down to the bottom, barely keeping Tidfa on her shoulders. 
She was losing strength. As she stood at the bottom wondering what to do, she turned, and to her shock, a young man was standing right behind her. She went to scream, but before she could, the young man picked up Tikva, put her on his shoulders, and climbed back up the barricade. Lydia, now not having a child on her shoulders, could climb behind him. They moved quickly through the barricades. The young man would climb first with Tikva on his shoulders, and Tikva was actually enjoying the ride, even though the man was a total stranger. He would wait until Lydia reached the other side with him, and then the two would continue on without ever one word being spoken. They reached the home of Miss Radcliffe. The young man put Tikva down, turned, and went back the way they came. Lydia pounded on the door. Miss Radcliffe answered. She and those who were with her were overjoyed to see Lydia and her daughter. They had not heard from her, and they were praying for her fervently. Now, where did the young man come from? How did he know where they were going? The whole trip was made without a single word spoken. Psalm 91, verse 11 and 12 state, For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash a foot against a stone. You know, as I said before, Lydia and Doyle were very good friends. They spent many an hour together. In 1974, on a trip to Israel, a small group were in the store. Lydia, now 84 years old and struggling with health, was seated in a chair. Doyle was standing up and just happened to look over at her. She looked back at him and said, Doyle, do you have something to say to me? Doyle hesitated a moment, and then he said, yes, I do. He walked over and kneeled down in front of her because he didn't want her to have to look up at him. And he said, you are going to have to stop listening to people that speak fear to you and keep your mind stayed on the Lord. Derek, her husband, moved in and spoke. Now that is not true. And he put his hand in front of her. But Lydia reached up and pushed Derek's hand back. And she said, Derek, you know that is true. Lydia listened, and she went home to be with Jesus the next year. I have a song here that will minister the anointing to us. I shall not be moved, sung by the sweet 16. Let that anointing minister to you.
who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you, you and I, the grace that should come unto you and I, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which was in them. Look at what was in them. What was in the prophets that spoke of the coming of Jesus, that spoke of the coming of the Messiah? It said the Spirit of Christ which was in them, that did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Do you see that spirit that was in them was the spirit of Christ, the spirit of Jesus? And what was Jesus speaking out of their mouth? I'm coming. I'm coming. He was speaking out of the prophet's mouth, look, I'm coming. And I'm coming to die and to be buried and to be raised again. We're going to look at one of those prophets that Jesus speaks of. First, we're going to go to, though, Matthew 12. And I'm going to begin in verse 39. But he answered, this is Jesus, and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall no sign be given it but the sign of the prophet Jonah. He said, For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Now let's turn to Jonah. We're going to see what the prophet, the prophet Jonah said about Jesus because the prophet Jonah had the spirit of Christ in him. Now I'm going to begin in chapter 1 verse 7 to set up the story. And this is Jonah. God told him to go to Nineveh. And Jonah didn't want to go. In fact, Jonah did quite the opposite. He decided he was going to take a ship and go someplace else, just not where God told him. And you know what? God has a way of dealing with those of us that do that. And he gets on the ship, and they get out into the middle of the Mediterranean, and it comes a great, a great tempestuous storm. And everybody's afraid because they think the ship is going to sink. So they said, everyone to his fellow, come, let us cast lots that we may know whose cause this evil is upon us. This is verse 7. So they cast lots, and the lot fell upon Jonah. Notice they said that we may know whose cause this evil, this wicked storm has come upon us. They cast the lots, and the lots fell upon Jonah. Verse 8, then said they unto Jonah, tell us, we pray thee. For whose cause this evil is come upon us? What is thine occupation? Whence comest thou? What is thy country? And of what people are thou? And he said unto them, I am a Hebrew. And I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, which made the sea and the dry land. Then were the men exceeding afraid and said unto him, Why hast thou done this? For he, the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. These men had more fear of God than Jonah did. In verse 11, And then they said unto him, What shall we do unto thee, that the sea may be calm unto us? For the sea wrought and was very tempestuous. And Jonah said unto them, Take me up and cast me forth into the sea, so that the sea be calm for you. 
For I know for my sake this great tempest is upon you. Nevertheless, they didn't want to kill him. The men rode hard to bring it to land, but they could not. For the sea wrought and was very tempestuous against them. Therefore, they cried unto the Lord. Now, they didn't know this God until now, and now they're calling on God. You think God didn't get some men to go to him with this? And he said, we beseech thee, O Lord, we beseech thee. Let us not perish for this man's life. And lay not upon us innocent blood. For thou, O Lord, has done as it has pleased thee. I think he got some men on that ship repented. So they took up Jonah. And they cast him forth into the sea, and the sea ceased from her raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord, and made vows. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish, notice this, three days and three nights. Now let's read what Jonah says. Remember, Jonah is a prophet. The Spirit of Christ is in him. So we are going to read what the Spirit of Christ says through Jonah. Verse 1, chapter 2. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I. And thou heardest my voice, for thou hast cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about. All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again unto thy holy temple. Notice he said, yet I will look again unto thy holy temple. Do you see here? The spirit of Christ in Jonah is talking about Jesus going to hell and being raised from the dead. And he's in a whale's belly. The waters compassed me about, even to the soul. The depth closed round about. The sea, the weeds were wrapped around my head. I went down to the bottom of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. Again, the Spirit of Christ is speaking here about the resurrection of Jesus. The Spirit of Christ in him for us to read is saying, I'm coming. I'm coming to die. I'm coming to be buried. And I'm coming to be raised again from the dead. Verse 7, when my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came unto thee into thy holy temple. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy, but I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. And the Lord spoke unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. Now, how can this be Jesus? Well, turn with me to Psalm 69, and we'll finish there. Psalm 69, this is a psalm about Jesus. And if you're not sure about that, look at verse 21. They gave me also gall for my meat, and in my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. Who is that talking about? 
Jesus on the cross. They offered him vinegar with gall, and he refused it. But then later he took the vinegar. Now let's go to verse 1, Psalm 69. Remember, the Spirit of Christ was in Jonah, talking about the death, burial, and resurrection. And now we have here a Psalm of David, another prophet, the Spirit of Christ in him, talking about the death, burial, and resurrection. Verse 1, save me, O God, for the waters are come into my soul. Isn't that what Jonah said? I sink in deep mire where there is no standing. I am coming to deep waters where the floods overflow me. Isn't that what Jonah said? Isn't that what Jesus said? I'll spend three days and three nights in the belly of the earth. Jesus went to hell for us. Why? Because he was paying for your sin and my sin. Verse 3, I am weary of my crying. My throat is dried. Mine eyes fail while I wait for my God. They that hated me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head. They that would destroy me, being my enemies, wrongfully are mighty. Then I restored that which I took not away. Jesus, who knew no sin, became sin, that we might be the righteousness of God. Jesus took our sin, became a reproach, went to the tree, went to hell three days and three nights, and God raised Jesus from the dead. Deliver me. Deliver me out of the mire and let me not sink. Let me be delivered from them that hate me out of the deep waters. Let not the water flood overflow me, neither let the deep swallow me up, and let not the pit shut her mouth upon me. Jesus spent three days and three nights hell for you and for me. And then his sacrifice of going to hell for us satisfied the Father concerning you and I. And the Father raised Jesus from the dead. And what happened when he raised Jesus from the dead? Your sins and my sins were forgiven. We were justified. We were healed. We were set apart to God. And how does that manifest in your life? You believe it. You trust in it. Romans 10, 13 says, Those that call on the name of the Lord shall be saved, shall be set at safety. Call on the name of the Lord and you, just like Jonah, will be saved. I have a great song to play here while you call out to that name. It is the Water of Life Boys, and they're singing, I Am.
Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the musicians from Water of Life Church. She'd love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at Kathy, K-A-T-H-I-E, at KathyDavidsonWOL.com. That's W-O-L for Water of Life. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, P.O. Box 861327, Plano, Texas, 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kathydavidsonwl.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.